0: 101.7 FM WKOM
1: Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus and here's your host Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools.
2: Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM, brought to you by Community Partners, Caledonian Financial. Thank you for your support. Man, we're going to have a great show today. It is the season of back to school here in Murray County. August 1st was our first day back to school. It was a full day. It went off without a hitch i mean your normal little hiccups here and there with some buses and stuff like that but for the most part what a great first day back and to to honor and celebrate this great return to school this year i have with me some very special guests in the audience i have with me sheriff bucky roland welcome sheriff well thank you
3: for having me jack it's a pleasure to be here
2: Man, I'm so glad to have finally have you on the show. Um, I try to get all the municipalities, the, the the fire chief, the police chief, the sheriff, everybody on the show to be able to tell their story and tell a little bit about what they do because you all play an integral part at Murray County Public Schools.
3: Well, absolutely. I mean, I, I hate that it's taken me so long to get here, but, you know, the sheriff's department, we do a lot more work than all those other chiefs that you <laughs> refer to. So. No, I,
2: okay, do you hear that, guys? That's a challenge right there. <laughs> all right. Um, you know, and it probably would have been better if I asked you a little bit— uh, a year ago too and, and said hey sheriff you want to come on i probably just uh delayed in asking also but man so happy to have you on the show today also in the studio today i have mr jonathan barry no stranger to the show the safe schools coordinator for murray county public schools welcome jonathan
4: welcome jack thank you for having me man i appreciate it and uh, we appreciate our partnership at the school system with uh, the sheriff's department uh share that the partnership's been going on for over 20 years now get stronger every year and when we we rely on those guys a lot when we enjoy having them in our school system and I'm sure the the folks the parents enjoy the safety they provide for our students. Oh,
2: man, they are amazing. I mean, amazing with a capital A. We're going to talk a little bit more about that partnership and let our listening audience understand what's going on there. But we have another special guest in our audience, in our studio today, Lieutenant Kyle Cheek, who is the supervisor of the SROs. And if you like acronyms, SROs, Kyle, will you tell us what that? And welcome
0: to the show. That acronym stands for School Resource Officer, and thank you, Jack, for having us this morning uh it's great to work with the school system and keeping all our kids safe it's a full-time job for for everybody involved
2: you know maybe we'll talk a little bit about some of the training that i was um fortunate to be a part of not actually being trained but to be able to um document some of the training that took place at one of our schools last year made me a little bit more aware about the severity of what you guys do every day oh yes it's i mean i don't wear a badge i don't wear a gun i don't wear a vest and i'm thinking about that day and i'm going back to that and i'm going holy cow this is real so folks let's 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 first get right down here and talk to sheriff bucky roland sheriff you said you might have to leave soon so i might not make it through the entire show so i'm gonna ask you to do two things i want you to tell us a little bit about yourself about you know your um your experience here in Murray County, how long you've been sheriff. I believe you're up for election, but running unopposed and all that good stuff. You know, are are you married and you have 12 kids or or something (laughs) like that? I mean, I know you love children just as much as everybody else here that works for a school district. So go ahead. And and then I'm going to ask you before you leave today, because you might miss the end of the show to give us a shout out. So you can think about that as you're sitting here telling us a little bit about yourself before we go to the first break, okay?
3: All right. Well, um, you know, I'm a product, uh, and and I would ask our uh, viewers uh, and listeners not to hold this against our public schools, but I'm a product of uh, Santa Fe uh, Unit School. I went there K through 12. I I did do a little stint down in Hampshire for about six weeks. uh,
2: Santa Fe Unit School. Our unit schools, Bucky, are amazing. They are like this big family of kids and and, and administrators and you did K through twelve in a unit school.
3: I did, and and that's one of the things. I mean, it is. It's kind of like a hidden gem. You know, a lot of people that they don't understand the concept of a unit school. Uh, you know, they talk about what some of the larger schools may be able to offer that the the smaller schools cannot. But what you gain in a sense of community. You know, that that uh, it's like a family. Uh, the, the people that uh, that that grow up in those settings. I mean, they come back to it and they want to invest in their community and they love their community and and I think that could be a, a attributed to our unit schools uh, in that family atmosphere so and of course my daughters uh, well my wife as well let me back up uh, Carrie uh, she's a, a product uh, of Santa Fe unit School much better student than I was and uh, and then we have two beautiful daughters that uh, they, they went to uh, Santa Fe and and in uh, Hampshire as well and uh, they have both been phenomenal Uh student athletes and all and of course both of them are going off to UNA this fall but uh, uh, you know our school system we're above blessed uh, with the partnership that we have uh, but um, and, and that was uh, early in my career you know I've been in law enforcement i work working on my 19th year now and uh, you know I started in corrections uh, uh, did about a year uh, working in the jail and then uh, was promoted to deputy and right out of the gate uh, I asked to go to one of the what at the time was one of our tougher schools, which was uh, it was College Hill, the alternative school. And uh, because I had a heart, I wanted to help kids that, you know, maybe uh, don't have a, a great setting at home or whatever it may be, because I know with my family and my situation, uh, I don't want to get into all that testimony. That's, a, right. that's quite a story. But uh, I, I had a heart to want to wanna help these uh, these kids that uh, their home life, was a little less than perfect, which all of our home lives are, are that way. But anyway, I went over there and, and worked in the SRO unit and, and tried to give back, and uh, I feel like uh, kind of changed that uh, – that, uh, uh, stigmatism, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. of what how people thought about the students that were coming that were assigned to the alternative school, and uh, we really turned that thing around, and, and we've had some phenomenal SROs over there uh, ever since. And it's just about building uh, relationships with with these students and all. And it, it's uh, it's actually one of the best kept secrets in our in the system. I know that students don't really ask to be there. You know, right. they, they've made a mistake in our in their their uh, everyday setting and uh, they're assigned over there they're they're going back to their regular school but uh, some of the kids just do better as well in that smaller yeah. setting but but anyway that's how I got uh, kind of my foot in the door uh, in law enforcement and uh, after that of course went into uh, working in the narcotics unit and uh, handling the canine and and uh, uh, Lieutenant Cheek and I we actually we were partners for five and a half years. So you had the canine uh, units together you and Cheek? Yes sir. Yes All right. sir. That went sounds in like
2: and, a lot of fun I really like the canine unit you have and what's the dog's name in spring hill Maisie Maisie. Maisie. what yeah. an amazing amazing dog that is and so friendly but yet so work ethic too mm-hmm. i mean when you turn her on to work okay she's working <laughs> but then when she wants to be you know loved on cuddled and she's so nice a lot of the canine unit dogs are very you know they they tend not to be as friendly as Maisie, mm-hmm. and she's just an amazing uh, canine that you have there at the school
3: well, you know, we, we have our nar- narcotics dogs, and I have to give a big thank you and shout out to our school system. I mean, with Maisie, they actually purchased her for us. I remember and, uh, that, And, of yeah. course, uh, you, you know, we, we put uh, Deputy Orlo. She's doing a phenomenal job handling Maisie, and they're building relationships. They're, they're keeping uh, uh, illegal narcotics out of our school mm-hmm. and uh, keeping our kids honest. So uh, they, they've done a great job. Uh, but anyway, as I fa- kind of fast forward through my career, you know, mm-hmm. in '14 I, I ran for sheriff after uh, being a deputy for ten years, and I've been sheriff for now two terms, eight years, and uh, was up for reelection. You knocked
2: off the man with the hat.
3: Well, <laughs> Enoch George, wasn't it? Well, he he actually retired. Okay, and, 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 you didn't uh, knock him off. You just you took his place then. Absolutely. Well, it was five. He of was us. the
2: sheriff when I came here, and I remember yes. my kids were at Riverside Elementary School, and something got called in. And I was there. I was working night shift, and I was there doing, like, reading, helping out with reading as a parent. Mm -hmm. And they called in something. They locked down the school, and this man with the big hat came, and and it was Enoch George. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, the sheriff's here. (laughs) And he was a really nice guy.
3: Well, and and there again, you have to give credit where credit's due. Sheriff George and the commission back in the day and the school board, they got it right back in, what was it, 98? 1998, yes, sir. Uh, You know, I mean, Murray County was here. The SRO, uh, that that was just kind of a concept that hadn't really taken off all throughout the nation. Weren't we one
2: of the first districts to implement
3: it school-wide? In every school. I mean, that's why I I say they got it right in 1998. It was unheard of to put SROs in in a middle school and especially an elementary school. And that's the most vital roles that we have. Mm -hmm. I uh, I mean, first day out of the... Out of the gate yesterday. I mean, we had a, had a little bit of an issue. It was a domestic issue that that, that would have. Uh, I guess it was an elementary school it was, that was sure involved it was. with. Mm-hmm. SRO was there, was able to take control. Never You'll never hear anything if I hadn't have mentioned it. Right. right. But, uh, and, and building those relationships, because so many of these kids, they just don't have a, a, a good home life, uh, and that could be their happy place. And, and that's the kind of people, men and women, that we try to recruit to put into the SRO unit as a deputy to build a positive relationship with these, yeah. with Who's these kids. Who's that baker? Baker. Uh, uh, Ray Ray McCluggage,
2: McLug- Ray Ray McLuggage. Uh-huh. my granddaughter goes to Baker and she talks about her SRO and she calls him Mickey or something. I don't know, <laughs> but she just loves this man. OK, she sees him every day. You know, he gives hugs. He says hi. He, he takes care of the kids. He walks kids when needed and stuff. He goes above and beyond from what I've hear from my granddaughter. And she likes him as much as she likes her teachers, it seems like, even though she spends more time with her teacher. But she sees him every morning because right. he's out there on the car line helping unload people and everything. So what you said earlier when you said they, they establish and they build relationships, that's huge to have a law enforcement in the school building relationships with students. and. The fact that we were the first in the the state of Tennessee to implement all schools, that's huge. Well, we wasn't actually the first, but we were one of the first. Rutherford County, actually,
0: uh, we kind of modeled our program after Rutherford County. They were the the first that did it. But, I mean, we still have a lot of schools in our state that doesn't have SROs in every school. Okay.
4: To to give you some comparison, Williamson County didn't have SROs in every building until 2013, which is right after Sandy Hook. Okay. Um, You know, they get a lot of – I, I worked there for years. They get a lot of credit in the, in the media. But no, they, Murray County had this. I every school way before that ever happened.
2: It is such a great program. And, and these officers are amazing, not just building relationships, but protecting everybody at that school. And I know by working a little bit with them, with Jonathan and Mr. Cheek, they take the job very seriously, too. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm so happy. Go ahead, Jack. Well,
4: I'll tell you this, Jack, and this is a fun fact for you guys that may not know that, but... The top admin at the Sheriff's Department and myself included at the school system were all SROs together at one time. As a matter of fact, these guys used to bring their dogs to Cox Middle School and let them run around the Cox Middle School and do some drug training. So everyone at the Sheriff's Department and the school system has the students' best interest at heart. We're we very experienced. Uh, we, we're, we're lucky and blessed that we have what we have now.
3: My, oh, as Jonathan just mentioned, I mean, I have two captains, uh, my chief deputy, uh, Lieutenant Cheek, um, Myself, I mean, we were all SROs. I mean, that, so that program uh, it means something to us, and and uh, it's actually some of our younger guys have even mentioned, hey, if I wanna if I wanna be promoted, I need to go to the SRO. Yeah. <laughs> that's not exactly true, but it, it's just It doesn't I mean, hurt. It, it it doesn't. I mean, it uh, it makes you more well rounded, and uh, to get the spirit of what we're trying to do. I mean, there's definitely the safety side, and and that's uh, something that that's utmost importance to us but uh you know the community side and building those relationships because if we can do that we're going to deter a lot of uh, bad situations a lot of crime and all just from building a positive relationship but i can uh, assure our listeners that uh, that our folks uh, they take it very seriously and we do a lot of uh, a lot of different style of training and all to, to prepare ourselves For, you know, heaven forbid anything like Uvalde or anything like that. um, You know, it's been a very clear message that uh, what, you know, our expectation is, you know, we're going to press the fight. And you have to train that warrior mindset as well. You know, part of it is in your DNA and part of it's uh, muscle memory and training. And, uh, you know, some are. Uh, a little bit better uh, uh, equipped than others, but they're all, I have nothing but the uh, utmost respect and confidence in each one of the men and women that put on that uniform and show up at your kid's school.
2: I love that. I really, really do. It's amazing what you see and and that we have this in our schools. Um, And you mentioned, um, you know, what's national news is things that happen like Uvalde and and many others over the years. Um, And we do here in Murray County, everything we can to make sure our schools are safe, right? We, You guys actually had a principal retreat just um, this summer, sat down and talked with everybody and told us about some of the things we must do to be able to keep everyone safe. And one of the one of the simplest, easiest things to do, and I like to bring this up, is keep the doors locked, mm-hmm. okay? If a door is locked, that's going to deter somebody. If they can't get in, they've got to find a way in, or they've got to hit a buzzer to get in. And if they have to hit a buzzard again, and if they're standing there with a rifle, they're not likely going to get pushed to that buzzard to let somebody in. But it's such an easy thing to do, and it's a great way to keep people safe, right, guys? So much so. And and the county, is, uh, our school system, has
0: put so much money into the safety of the schools. And the whole thing about it, we have to use the safety that we have. And I understand some of the parents, they kind of get a little agitated when you have to push the button and show your ID. But the whole thing is for the safety of the kids inside and the, yeah. and the teachers inside. So it might be a little bit of inconvenience, but that's a small price to pay for the safety
2: of all the uh, everyone that's inside the building. Oh, I can't. I couldn't agree more.
3: You know, we put a message out, once again, it goes back to, to 98, you know, having a, an SRO in each one of the schools. And, and, you know, you start planting seeds, and, you know, that's you would be amazed at our students, how they have received this message as far as you see something, you say something. I mean, our kids... If somebody has has a pocket knife or has whatever it may be, or makes a threat or is drawing a picture, they're going to tell somebody. Mm-hmm. That that's the same message with this, with keeping our doors closed. I can assure you, when we go back to school and you start really hammering that message away, these kids, when they start seeing a door unlocked, they're they're going to. Uh, Prayerfully start closing, but I guarantee you they'll start telling somebody. Right. Now, if they're like Absolutely. my kids, they're going to leave the door open behind them, but uh, they're going to tell that Jonathan did it. You know, so. Yeah, of course. So. <laughs> I thought of something,
4: too, and I'm going to talk about what, what Kyle said just there. I was in an FBI leadership class or somewhere, I can't remember it was, but the, 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 the phrase is, if you want to be safe and secure, it won't be convenient. Safety does not come with convenience. Mm-hmm. And so the more safe we are, the less convenient it's going to be for someone. However, we're safe. So, I mean, there's there's no, there's no happy medium. We're not trying to run a jail. You know, we'll leave that up to Bucky. But we ha- if you want our school secure, you're going to have to be inconvenienced for a little bit.
2: Right. Safety is a number one overriding priority in life. I mean, you want to go to school and come home in the same fashion every day. You know, we talk about school buses, right? And how much time we got left, Coach? About three minutes. About three minutes. So let's talk a little bit before we go to break about all these big yellow school buses. I'm not talking about the radio show, but the big yellow school buses are on the road again. Right. They are out in force. How many buses do we have, Jonathan? Like a hundred and?
4: Don't quote me on this. I think it's well over a hundred. I think. Yeah, well over a
2: hundred school buses on the roads in Murray County, delivering extremely precious cargo children, okay? Don't break the laws. Don't be in a hurry. Again, sometimes you have to be inconvenienced to be safe. That means when that bus puts those flashes on and that stop sign comes up, stop. True that. When we
0: when they're loading and unloading, that stop sign comes out, whether that's even on school property. If they're unloading and loading on, on school property and that sign comes out, people must stop. So uh, I noticed some of our car rider lines are not set up for multiple entrances in the building. Uh, For instance, I've been helping a little bit at Baker this week. Well, Baker has one... Uh, lane in front of the school so that's for car riders and buses and buses so when you're behind a bus and they have their their uh stop sign out you have to stop for that bus because it's only safety if the kids can get on and off the bus without the heaven forbid a car was to hit a bus when kids are trying to unload Mm -hmm. so
3: please uh stay for that stop sign Bucky? Another, I mean, one that a lot of people they miss, uh, you know. Of course, people don't allow themselves enough time to get to work or wherever they need to be, and you know they're trucking right along. But when we have multi-lane highways, you have Highway Seven that we have uh, students being picked up. You have Forty Three, different places like that mm-hmm. where there's four lanes and maybe possibly a median. The only time it, it's every lane is going to shut down when you see that stop sign. That means everybody stop because. It, Unless there is a grass median in between... Or barriers. Or, or barriers right there, you stop. If, if you're on Highway 7 on a four-way or three-way or, or whatever it may be, uh, you need to stop. So uh, people need to know that, that law because it's very important. You, you don't know potentially...
2: Did they, did they recently raise that penalty, too, for... Um I'm not sure what it is, law. but I, I promise you, two hundred and fifty dollars. When these guys right. give you a ticket,
4: you won't want to pay it with right. gas yeah. prices where they are
5: now.
2: Yeah,
4: well, heaven forbid then, you hurt a child. Oh my
2: God! Yeah, yes. yeah.
4: Just I another
5: can't. another little warning because my my next door neighbor is a bus driver, and he he's got one of the newer buses. Mm-hmm. Those things, you know, if you go buy that bus, they're going to know it. Mm-hmm. They, those things have a three hundred and sixty. Degree camera, camera area, yeah. it looks like he showed me one time on a screen. It looks like he got a satellite watching the top of it. Yep, <laughs> oh. that's right, though. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. Oh, I think it's fantastic. And uh, we'll see it. We'll uh, hear it. And it was, it was, uh it was really neat. But you're going to get caught. Oh yeah. You know, you try to pull that, you try to sneak by or something like that. Even if they don't stop you at that moment, they're going to know you did it. And
2: all right, gentlemen, know, the eye in the sky is watching. I know we got to take a break, so we are here with Sheriff Bucky Roland. Jonathan Berry, Safe Schools Coordinator, Lieutenant Kyle Cheek, Mike Lyle, and myself. will be back in just a moment with the Big Yellow School Bus.
1: Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Have you seen this? Men compete in women's sports. Democrats place them on a pedestal. They steal medals from our girls. Thousands in scholarship money. Meanwhile, Democrats ban AR-15s rather than men from women's sports. Representative Scott Cepicke has had enough. He knows what's right. He sponsored the bill banning men from girls' sports. He helped pass constitutional carry in Tennessee. Cepicke, what's right for Tennessee? Paid for by the committee to elect Scott Cepicke. Ken MacArthur, treasurer. For 60 years, people have shopped Parks Motor Sales to get the best vehicles and the best service. ParksMotorSales.com has details on new Buicks, certified pre owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, financing, certified technicians, parts, tires, and much more. Stop by 919 Nashville Highway, take a Buick for a test drive, and learn why the Buick Encore and Buick Enclave are among America's most reliable vehicles. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales.
2: My name is Sheila Butt, and I am asking for your
1: vote to be the next mayor of Murray County. I believe in our God-given rights and that our Tennessee Constitution is correct in saying that the power is inherent in the people. As your state representative, I stood against egregious government mandates, and I will find a plan for more controlled growth in Murray County. I hope that with your vote for Murray County mayor, you will stand with me for faith, family, and freedom in Murray County.
4: This ad paid for by the committee to elect Sheila Butt, Jacob Love, chairman.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to The Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools.
2: Welcome back to The Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM, WKOM. Wow, what a great show we're having here today. I want to thank our, our guest today, Sheriff Roland. Um, Lieutenant Cheek and Safe Schools Coordinator Mr. Barry, you guys really, really helped me out a lot. When I I really try to get the message out about the bus safety, um, we're on the Big Yellow School Bus Show radio show and podcast, and I've I've actually signed up to get trained. I just haven't had time to get trained to actually drive one of the Big Yellow School buses, which I think seems kind of exciting um, to be able to do. I think that they're they're just very cool and. Not only that, I'd have the opportunity to meet all these kids and and say hi and good morning and have a great day. I'm just a friendly person, so i probably have a good time doing it. Um, but what are some of the things that we need to remind people on the road about the big yellow school buses out there that are everywhere in our county right now from the, the, the rural areas to the popular areas? Well,
3: well, first of all, Jack, you may have made a good SRO, you know, if you like to wave and greet the kids and all that (laughs) good stuff, you know, because that's a big part of it. But uh, be aware of the school bus, you know. Uh, When you see those lights start flashing, whether it be the yellow, which, hey, something's about to happen, of Mm -hmm. course, you know what's coming next, the red. Stop. Don't treat it like you do the intersection at 31 in Bear Creek. Try to beat the light. To where, you know, three cars go go after the green light. Uh, so, But be cautious of that. I mean, if that was your child or your niece or your nephew or whomever that may be, treat it just like they were on that school bus. Because
2: yeah. It's like Kyle Cheek said, if you injure somebody because you're in a hurry and didn't follow the rules, you can never, ever take that back.
3: Well, I heard uh, on one of the shows this week, you know, it was uh, three dudes with a view. One of the guys was, mm-hmm. I think maybe it was Delk. Uh, he had a classmate or, or what have you that was killed. And um, I don't know that it's the same one, but I know a gentleman, um, you know, he was much older and all that. Uh, he was involved in an accident like that where he was driving. A student dropped a, a paper or something like that. And, you know, he, he had started the correct direction and then come back across trying to grab his papers or what have you. Uh, He ran over and killed that child and he was a great man. And but that was something that uh, he he struggled with his entire life. He lived well into his eighties, and um, you know I, I know that that really affected him. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, y- you I mean, he
2: didn't do it on purpose, but it happened, and you can never take it back.
0: Well, one thing that I also want to mention is about the safety of the school buses. It's not even just the cars outside that's going around the buses, but if you're listening <laughs> to this show and you have kids that ride a bus, man, have that talk with them. Have them keep their seat. The the amount of kids standing up on school buses and putting their hands out the window that's a it's a whole safety you know we're keeping them safe on the bus with the drivers but they need to keep themselves on the bus you got one bus driver that's paying attention to the road and trying to pay attention to everything's around them so you know do your part you know keep your seat keep the noise down a little bit and enjoy your ride while you're trying to get to the house
4: and i'll remind our listeners too that the bus the bus the buses are an extension of the classroom Mm -hmm. so you can get in trouble on the bus just as much as you can
2: some of the same and rules the apply. Well, it is the All same the, rules. Same rules, okay.
4: Yeah, and you can be you can lose your privilege to ride the bus. I mean, keep in mind, it's a privilege to ride the bus in Murray County. And if you mess up on the bus, we can revoke that privilege for you. And, and you know, I retired, would have that talk with the parents to make sure that
0: you – know, And also, if you're retired, hey, they're looking for bus drivers. They're oh, drivers. yeah. <laughs>
2: they are Seems English like I've bus heard bus that before. We've segued into that a few times. Yeah. Uh, Garth Pinkston, our supervisor, director of um, transportation – he is scrambling still right now. The school has just started August 1st um, to have enough school bus drivers. And, you know, it's, it's paramount that we be able to have enough to be able to meet the needs of the district. And so right now, as it stands, I believe we have people that don't normally ride or drive the bus, but have licenses that are administrators that are helping out right now.
4: Well, we have everybody on deck. The driving buses. Eric Parman's on a route this morning. Yeah, and that's that is our
2: assistant superintendent of operations. He is delivering students to and from school safely. Because we need bus drivers.
4: I'd say he's our highest paid bus driver right now. <laughs> he is definitely the highest paid bus driver. He's messing up the curve. But, hey, that's a way to give back to your
0: community. You can You can make a difference in those children's lives by, you know, greeting them as they get on the bus, getting them to and from school safe. So if you've ever thought about wanting to give back to your community, that's a way to do it without having to work, you know, 40, 50 hours a week.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You just uh, you do the morning shift and you do the afternoon shift. You do not have to do anything else, I assume, that no, unless you volunteer to do so. You
4: don't. You can run field trips, you know, if they put you on the list, but it's a great opportunity for those folks that worked at GM or the, for
2: Retirees, any folk
4: it is. I'm yeah. not getting an agent here, but yeah. a, a person that's a younger retiree that's looking for something to mm-hmm. do to bridge the gap between. You know, maybe their wife's and still working. Their husband's still a, working.
2: We have a lot of retirees that do drive. Buses we have several right now. retired GM
4: yeah. workers over there yeah. that, that, that are filling that gap, and they've done a great job
3: for years. Yeah. Well, and it's not just school bus drivers, which, of course, that's a huge need, and it is. It's a tough job, but I think it, it kind of gets a bad rap sometimes. You know, our, our kids. I mean, they they're. Their kids they're they're loud and active and all that but uh, it's definitely rewarding it, it's just like we were talking about with the SROs and all uh, earlier um, we have a lot of positions open in Murray County Government. You know where you could, uh, if if you're able and uh, there's only so much golfing maybe that that a person can do. So if you retired, want to come yeah. out of retirement, or if you're a young person that, that it's hard to afford that stuff yeah, anymore. Absolutely, <laughs> uh, but it, if if you know if you're in a career that you know it's it's not fulfilling because that's actually how I got into law enforcement. I mean, I was doing something I was very good at, but it wasn't fulfilling enough, and uh, so I followed my dream of wanting to. You know, become a, a and for a 19
2: reformer. years. You've been yeah. doing it. Yes.
3: Yeah. But uh, I would encourage folks to to get online. I mean, look at some of the jobs, positions, and I know uh, as we're talking about the the school system and all with the bus drivers. There's a lot of positions out there. There's a lot of corrections positions, law enforcement. I mean, okay. it, Yeah. It, it's all kinds of jobs. People need it, jobs. There's jobs available. Just rewarding start looking. Jobs.
2: Rewarding jobs. Start looking. Go to murrayk12.org for the school district. Go to Murray, Murray County Government, Go, county government uh, for just search on Google or any search engine and, and get on there and look for jobs. There's going to be lots of availability for jobs right now.
4: If you Let's, want work, it's out there for you. You absolutely. have to dig a little bit and jump through some hoops. But if you want it bad enough, it's there for you at, at either place. And good careers. Absolutely.
2: All right, well, Bucky, I know you've got to get going, and so we're going to do something different here, Coach Lyle. We're going to let Bucky do his shout-out midstream here in the show because i hate for you to miss the opportunity to give a great shout-out to somebody you care about or somebody you want to recognize. So you're up.
3: Well, I I don't want to just narrow it down to one person, but I do want to give a big shout-out to, to our deputies uh, that are, have went back to school this week. Uh, they hit the ground running. I mean, uh, we had a pretty – Pretty flawless week thus far, but, uh, you know, we did have some situations that come up that, as I said earlier in the show, you'll never hear of right. if I hadn't have mentioned it because they were ready to go to work, mm-hmm. and I couldn't be more proud of the men and women putting on that Murray County Sheriff's uniform, so great job, and keep it up. And it was an honor to be here.
2: What a great shout-out. We're proud to have you as our sheriff, and thank you for coming on the show. Yes, sir. We'll go ahead and continue on here with um, uh, Lieutenant Cheek and Mr. Jonathan Berry and talk a little bit more about safety in our schools. (laughs) So we talked about one of the easiest ways to keep things, and I like to bring this up, is make sure the doors are locked. You know, Make sure you're following the procedures. Go ahead and take advantage of, of the inconvenience. And I say take advantage of it because it's a safety feature, Okay. So, Lieutenant Chi, what else do we have going on? We have this, and Jonathan, you can chime in too. Okay. We have this great security system, we have cameras. I mean, probably in more places than I could imagine. I know they're in hallways, they're in exterior buildings. We have a process. When somebody comes in, you present your driver's license, it'll scan it. Would you tell our listening audience a little bit about that system and, and how great it is? Yeah, we have uh, the Raptor technology
0: in all our buildings. Uh, what that does, it actually they, it scans their driver's license. And every everything that we do is based around the safety of the kids. Uh, and what that does, it alerts people if there's a sex offender that comes in your building. It alerts the SRO and the administration in that building. Uh, sometimes it could be uh, order protections uh, that the, the person could be under, and it alerts the people in the building. But the whole reason to do that is for the safety. you got to know who. That's why they demand that you have an ID. First off, you don't want to get in the the process of legal battles with what parent has custody and what parent doesn't have custody and that kind of stuff. So having the paperwork on hand, the schools can only go by the court orders that are on hand. And so when someone comes in the building, we demand they have their ID to where we can identify who they are. You might have been in and out of that building for the last six or eight years with different kids but that doesn't mean something didn't change in the last six months okay so just because you come in and they know your face you still need to show your id it's Mm -hmm. it's nothing um complacency is not safety that's right because we don't know if there was any type of domestic issues or something that the week before so just because someone knows who you are we treat all people the same Mm -hmm. so when you come in show your id and um that's the best way to, to stay safe, because if you start allowing this person in or that person in, there's no way, one, you can be consistent, and two, you can keep up your, your safe work.
2: Yeah, I always go and ring a buzzer. I show my ID, and I go in, and I make sure I sign the book when I'm in the building. I may only be there for 30 minutes, but what if there's a something happens in those 30 minutes I'm there, and they you guys, as law enforcement, say, have we made sure everybody in the building is safe? And you look at the book, and you're like, okay, we can't find Mr. Cobb. Where was he? Where'd he go? You know, well, if we have a, in the book where I'm going, what I'm doing and all that, and that I'm still in the building. If we have a lockdown or if we have a fire drill,
0: then that building, it's their job to account for you. So if you've signed that book, mm-hmm.
2: then everybody that's a, everybody that's there in that building has got to be accounted for. So they, Same thing as when, if I'm a guest and I give my driver's license, that checks me in, right? Because as a school employee, I show my badge and I sign in. Yeah, you sign in and right. then if a teacher has a
0: meeting or, excuse me, if a parent has a a meeting, and they're meeting in the library for an IEP meeting, they sign in, and that way if something happens, we can go back and find out where that person's at to make sure they're accounted safe. I've never thought
2: that. of it as an inconvenience. I thought of it, wow, well, if anything ever was to happen, pray it doesn't, they'll know I'm here, you know, and they'll be able to find me and, and make sure I'm safe and, and account for me and stuff like that. So I like the inconvenience part of it. I don't like complacency where, okay, well, he comes every morning at eight. Well, let's just let him in. Well, maybe not, because what if something in his driver's license profile changed and you didn't know it? We never know what
4: happens the night before with somebody. Exactly. And things change, and unfortunately, things go wrong in the family dynamic, and you never know. So... We'll always inconvenience in that way. We're uh, always going to check your ID. We're always going to make sure you're where you're supposed to be.
2: Anytime we make our schools safer, it's a good thing.
5: Well, and, and even even in our small situation, you know, Kalioka, I was at Kalioka for nine years, you know, even in Hampshire and stuff like that, you've got one person that's the receptionist or whatever uh, versus how many ever people were, are there and want to come in it's not fair to them to have them you know think they're going to recognize everybody that shows yeah. up and so they have to be very very careful they're, they they know they're tasked with you know they're the gatekeeper and, and so yeah it, it's 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 just fair to them it's just like you said it's common sense and, and I, id everybody check everybody in um You know, one of the first things I know from from a a fire situation is they're going to check that signing log. Mm -hmm. Okay. And yeah, they got radios and they say, hey, where's, you know, who does anybody have eyes on Jack? Right. You know, and yeah, I got eyes on Jack over here. Okay. Good. You know, check him off and we move on. Uh, You know, so, uh, yeah, all these procedures that are, uh, quote unquote, a hassle or an inconvenience are extremely important in that one moment that you've got to know, you have to know, and there are no excuses not to know. Yeah.
4: And, and we want to be as welcoming as possible. And I'm yeah. going to say this because I saw our colleague to the north on a podcast or something they had the other day. Mm-hmm. If you have no business at our building, this sounds brash, we don't want you there. Right. There's no reason for you to right. be there.
2: We are there for a purpose right now, and that is to educate our, our students and our and our community and our children to prepare them for life.
4: But, of course, if you have business there, we want you there. Yeah. Whatever. We, we shouldn't need you coming for, for no reason at all. I will add some of the things in now for the, the listeners to Please hear. Please do. We have uh, what we've started adding. We talk about the buzz-in process. We have a standard instruction vinyl that's going to go on to the doors. Currently, it's at Riverside Central High School, Marvin Wright, Woodard, in spring Hill elementary we're working our way through getting every Is this like schools. a set of instructions it's the set of instructions on the front of the door okay. you've seen that one white panel i could show you a picture but this you know for radio purposes yep. here but you will see it and it'll tell you exactly what to do and you know it's simple just bring your id every time if you have a kid in school you're more than likely you have an id so mm-hmm. be sure you have it with you and then, again i hate the inconvenience but we have to know who's in our buildings
0: absolutely well yeah. years ago you know you did um we have to change with the times. Back when I was in school, you know, p- parents kind of walk in freely in the building; they could eat lunch and and don't say that they can't. They not saying they can do that now, but we're having to change with the times. We're having to get more and more safety when it's required. So, uh, and that's just the world we live in. But the whole idea is to keep. Everybody in the building safe. That's that is our number one goal. Uh, just like in law enforcement, when we leave for our job, we actually want to go home at night. Everybody that
5: comes mm-hmm. into our schools, we want each child to be safe and for them to make it home that night. Yeah, and and, and that's uh, and I do think the recent events, you know, Uvalde and, and and you know, I say recent Sandy Hook and and any even you know a long time you know, we say long time ago, even down at Richland and, mm-hmm. and stuff it's so important that we keep this in mind. you know I think it's now I don't know that we're gonna run it you're gonna run into the the flack anymore about the inconvenience because now we've seen you know I knew as a teacher when when they when they talked about how did how did the kid get in at Uvalde. He walked someone in the door propped door. somebody propped a door open for convenience and he walked right in yeah. and uh, it's kind of like oh you know how many times have we done it going out you know, going out to the playground and oh, so yeah. we could get back in and and stuff like that and, and it's, it's one of those eye openers like
4: golly i would yeah. suggest to the listening yeah. audience that if they haven't seen the video from uvalde youtube mm-hmm. it take a look at it and, and just see what can happen if we do get complacent
2: and if your stomach doesn't si- sink in your heart just go mm. you there's something wrong. because i watched that when you guys presented it to mm. us and I don't know if it changed me, but, man, it really made me think. Well, hard.
4: we showed it to a lot of the teachers and a lot of sniffling and tears in the yeah, crowd. Really trying to, we weren't hard. trying to upset them on purpose, but we want them to see what can happen. You know. uh in those situations and those those babies are our responsibility we bring over 13,000 in in the morning we want to send over 13,000 home exactly at night. we're yeah. at like
2: 13,300 right now is the number i heard um on monday for our oh, we're growing. and well we're, I, and that's probably going to go up i
0: keep telling them all the time we talk about it at the church department our county will never be as small as it is, it is today, today. Yep. Yeah. yeah it will never be this small and that's, that's a, a fact, fact yeah
5: so that's but uh, but it's also amazing sometimes uh, how simple some of the solutions to the problem. Oh, very can simple. Be. Oh, yeah. You know, like you said, the the, the the you know the little pebble in the door or whatever, uh, just kick it out. Don't 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 put it. Don't even put it there. You know, and.
4: Oh. and uh, um,
5: you know, it's just so easy to so do. You can't
2: use it again. Yeah, our maintenance so, crews so have been instructed.
4: Scene. When they see that, they take it. Yeah, yeah. take now, it with so you. Yep. That's our what I staff heard you're knows say. if there's something expensive yeah. or yeah. something they don't want gone. That's propping that's proper. To do. They're not going to prop doors, but if we catch them doing it, there's going to mm-hmm. be consequences. Yeah. But the maintenance staff right. just takes it. And, and well, here's the thing, too, for when we tell our people in the in the, in the in the buildings all the time, if you prop a door open that has badge access to it, you've just wiped away four to five thousand dollars worth of security feature with a with a a rock that's worth nothing
2: and remember this too there are cameras at every door right we do have cameras we've upgraded
4: our system tremendously since so
2: if you are propping a door it will be on camera
0: well the thing about it is people like uh jonathan mr barry and myself you know we spend hours and hours trying to come up with the best way possible to keep our kids safe. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's something that we live with every day. It's not something that we put on the back burner and come to it once a month. That's something we deal with. And we talk, me and uh, Mr. Berry talk on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So we're all in this together. I mean, it's, it's everybody. It's all hands on deck that we've got to do our part. And we have the, the, the uh, procedures in place. And that's what we need to go by because we're only going to get better. let's
5: we're constantly learning. Yeah. Well mm-hmm. that being said, that being said, and this was something that came up with my daughters when they were in school, the school is still one of the safest places in the world to be absolutely uh, you know we, we had a deal where you know my, there was some gang issue and stuff like that, and they were afraid, and they said, "You're going to send your daughter to school?" And I said, "Yeah." I said, they got the National Guard, the police force, and the sheriff's department all sitting around that school. That's the safest place in town right now. You know, you know <laughs> so, was that Spring Hill High School? Uh, it was at Central one time. It was, it was
2: years oh, ago. No,
4: I remember that. It
2: was it's, years ago. You know and, why that
4: happened to? Uh,
5: it was, it but,
2: was the big yellow school bus and WKOM 101.7. We're going to break. take another break, and we'll be back with Lieutenant Cheek, Jonathan Berry, myself, and Coach Lyle Afterward, from our sponsors.
1: Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Recent Supreme Court rulings remind
0: us how important it is who serves as a judge. Republican Chris Sockwell is the experienced conservative we need to keep on the bench. Judge Sockwell has served in circuit court since 2018 and has 25 years experience in private practice. He believes in a strict interpretation of the law as written. Judge Sockwell supports the Constitution, including the Second Amendment.
5: Experienced, conservative. Keep Judge Chris Sockwell working for us. Paid for by the Sockwell Circuit Judge Committee, Jan McKeel, Treasurer. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Men, this is for you. Stop and listen. Every woman has a secret desire to have diamonds. I can say this because I am a woman. When I put on my ring or put on my earrings that my husband gave me, I feel special. Stop by Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia or Lewisburg. Let us help you find a special diamond just for her.
2: Hands-on Murray County government experience. That's what I bring to you, the voters of Murray County. I'm Charlie Norman, candidate for Murray County Mayor. A county mayor must be ready from day one to assume the office and work for all the people of Murray County. We need a plan for growth and be good stewards of your tax dollars. Open and honest communication is an important part of my overall plan. With your help, we can achieve this goal. I'm Charlie
5: Norman, and I would appreciate your vote for Murray County Mayor. Paid for by the committee to elect Charlie Norman, Lyndall B. Fox, treasurer. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools.
2: Thank you, WKOM, for that wonderful introduction and in music for the big yellow school bus. We are here with Jonathan Barry, who is our safe schools coordinator, Lieutenant Kyle Cheek, our supervisor of SRO's, and we had Bucky Rowland, Sheriff Bucky Rowland on the show, but he had to go. Um, what a great show talking about uh, the safety. You know, we can't guarantee anything 100 percent, but I'll tell you what, our school is about the safest around. I mean, everything that can possibly be done to keep our sewer schools safe is being done. So, you know, and, and I'm remiss to, to, to not allow you to introduce yourself, Lieutenant Cheek. To our listening audience, this is your first time on the Big Yellow School Bus radio show and podcast. So if you would take a moment, tell a little bit about yourself. Um, we give Bucky, Sheriff Bucky, uh, Roland, a chance to do that early in the show. I would love for you to tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Uh, like you said, I'm Lieutenant Kyle Cheek. Uh, I was born and raised here in Murray County. I uh, went to school here in Murray County. Uh, I've been at the Sheriff's Department uh, next month. It'll be 23 years uh, I started my career as a school resource officer back when they put uh, SROs in the elementary school. They hired 12 new SROs back in 1999, and that's when they put them in the elementary and some of the middle schools. And so then I worked as an SRO for several years and decided to, to broaden my horizon and was a detective for a couple of years. And then I went to do a drug canine for a couple of years and Actually, five and a half years, and I come in contact with so many of my former students that I went to um, Sheriff George and says, "Hey, I want to get back in the SROs because to me, it's no matter how many people you can put in jail, it doesn't, it doesn't." Nowhere near do the same as how many kids you keep out of jail. Absolutely. So that's why I went back in the SROs and I've kind of worked my way up the ranks and, uh, to sergeant. Then now I'm the lieutenant. I supervise all the SROs and logistics there at the sheriff's department. And, uh, I couldn't be more proud of my men and women that are SROs. You gotta have a servant's heart to, because mm-hmm. you're working with the kids and it's, a uh, you're almost, You've got to look forward to it, and it's one of the best things, and it's the best job at the sheriff's department. I mean, just the interaction with the kids every
2: day. I have to believe that's the true statement, as I told earlier in the show, how much my granddaughter loves her SRO at Baker Elementary. Well, I mean, I've been invited to weddings, and I've
0: had former students bring their children by to to visit with me. Now I'm starting to get uh, students that I see or that I had their parents as students. So, I mean, it, it comes full circle, and yeah. yep. and it's just unbelievable. And the, and the camaraderie that you build with the teachers and staff within your building, I mean, it's a family. And that's what it's all about. It's all, We're all there for the, the same purpose, to educate mm-hmm. our kids and to keep them safe.
2: Yeah, what a great introduction. We're so happy you could come on the show. And you said something that made me think about something I did in Leadership Murray back in 2020. We had the opportunity to tour the jail. Oh, okay, yeah. so this was the most eye-awakening tour I've ever been on. You see the stuff on TV, but it's not real. It's
0: nothing like you
2: see on TV. Okay, I went into this place, and, and by the time we were halfway through, I kept thinking, I'm getting anxiety, I need to get out of here, okay? okay. And I knew I was safe, but I needed out. I needed to get out. I did not like being in here. I walked out of there into the air, and I went, oh, I am never, ever, 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 ever going to break the law in my life. And not that I had ever had, but... That's going to guarantee it, being walking through there. And, I mean, there were prisoners in the jail, and they were – it was scary. Okay, <laughs> It's a little different when you hear that door kind of oh, close behind you. Oh, my Lord. What a, it would be a great deterrent if we had regular tours. I know they did this for our leadership group, you know, to, to wake in our eyes and everything and, and what we do in our, our um, community. <clears throat> but, man – I would never want to be in there, okay? So if you're listening, don't break the law. Don't go to that jail. It's not a pleasant place. But thank you for being on the show, and, and thank you, Jonathan, and um, Welcome, Jack. and Lieutenant Cheek for telling our listening audience about you know what we do to make sure that we're not just educating, we're keeping them safe while we're doing it.
0: You've got to be safe to be educated. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, and the kids have to feel where they're safe, because their only job for those seven and a half hours is to learn. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the only job that they need. And I they think, as
2: Sheriff Bucky said, it's some children, this is their safe place. That is their safe place. And
0: people, if you've never grew up in that situation, it's hard to understand how some kids grow up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of barriers for them to cross. And when you get in there on a daily basis and you talk to these kids and see what they're going through, it's a maze that they turn out as well as they do. Uh, but everybody just needs to be able to do their part.
2: Yeah. Jonathan?
4: Oh, okay. I, I, Go ahead. I agree exactly what Cal said. You just need to do your part and keep your schools safe. And you realize there's no, if for safety, no, convenience doesn't come with safety, like I said earlier. Do your part. We want your kids to be safe. If they're sa- if they feel they're safe, they're learning a whole lot mm-hmm.
2: better. I feel like a cheerleader right now. Together we can. Together we can. <laughs> Absolutely.
4: You know? And it goes with right you know, it, as a parent, and we tell our teachers, and teachers who are listening right now. But as a parent, if you see something, you have to say something as well. We may not. It, it, no matter how minor you think it is, mm-hmm. tell somebody. If you can, if you tell a teacher, tell an adult at that building, tell the law enforcement that's there. You sure would hate to go home at night knowing that you that on your plate and in your mind, knowing that you saw something and mm-hmm. didn't report it. And next thing you know, if something happened, you, you'd have to live with that for.
2: You know, and our students, <clears throat> excuse me, when we talk about things that happen like Uvalde, Sandy Hook, Richland, even they hear these things because we are the most connected society we've ever been. Um, I would dare to say 99 percent of our students in high school have a device. OK, they're listening to the news. They're looking at the videos. They're seeing things. They know what's going on. Absolutely do. So we've got to be remember that they know what's going on, so they know that they need to be safe, too. Okay, so my message there is they know as well as we know and we all know how important it is. And I love that we do keep people safe. And and Kyle, you're smiling big time right now because you know what your 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 men and women do every day. That's right. And I mean and they do it because they love to do it. Yeah. So we got coaches over here telling me you got a few minutes left before the show and I really want to thank you guys for coming on today and and uh, sharing with our listening audience and with the public how important it is to be safe in our schools. But now we're going to transition to our shout-outs. And, Jonathan, since you're to my left here, I'll go ahead and let you go first with your shout-out. I'm going going to hit a shout-out,
4: but I'm also going to do a quick announcement real quick. I I, I don't get into politics or anything of that nature. But do know that our school will be not in session on Election Day. For Uh, those of you that have your precinct. That's August 4th and August 5th. Absolutely. Your precinct is at uh, one of of our buildings.
2: Yeah, there are a lot of schools that are precincts for voting. So,
4: yeah, we won't be in school that day. Uh, My shout-out would be to everyone in the school system, uh, including our partners at the Sheriff's Department, for letting our first day of school go off without a hitch. You know, the incident we had at the one school, I'm not going to call that a hiccup at all because that wasn't anyone's fault. Right. That was thrown in our lamps. Everyone worked their tails off this summer. They worked their tails off the first day. The bus garage phones go crazy during this time of year. I know people get frustrated because we can't answer a call, but it's call after call after call after call and the radio going off at the same time those folks did a wonderful job the food service folks did a wonderful job all our teachers and administrators did a great job so i'm gonna let that shout out in there and hit it over to kyle Kyle. all right i've got two shout
0: outs first to my men and women sros they are they were back at work yesterday for a phenomenal first day back to the job um We never get to determine what happens at our schools. You just got to be prepared. So like he was saying, we did have one incident yesterday at one of the schools. But, hey, guess what? We were prepared. We took care of it. And it didn't disrupt the school at all. So it became a non-issue. It became a non-issue. Never even made it into the school. Uh, and my second shout-out is to yesterday was my 24th wedding anniversary. Yay! So a big shout-out oh, to, to my beautiful wife. And uh, she takes care of me, and without her, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. I think you should say your name. Her name is Lynette.
2: Happy anniversary, well, I Lynette. I sure appreciate that. What a great shout out. Kyle, Coach Lyle, do you have a quick shout out?
5: Yeah, mine is to a retired SRO, uh, Officer Joe. Officer Joe, he's a Gary. He's, he's a Gary. He's, he's a Gary said his name, he. Uh, he worked with me in Cullioca, and he worked with my wife at Highland Park, both. Uh, he just had a, an incident. That I remember we had a kid that was a little bit agitated or something like that. He went up and just started cutting up with the kid and stuff and, and, and basically talked the kid down from, from a, a potential fight. I ran into him about an hour later, and he said, Yeah, he said, I got up close enough to him to find out he didn't have anything on him, and he was just upset from something at home. Yeah. And he, he he did it so... Subtly and so well, that I, I was just really Joe impressed with that. It's fantastic and a superhuman, yeah. too. Yeah. What
2: a great shout out to Joe. To My shout them. out is to everybody that puts a badge on every day, and especially those that are in our schools and our SROs, because you are our first line of defense. You are the ones that will go to help, will put your life on the line to save the lives of the people. That you're protecting. Well, thank you, Jack. We appreciate that. Thank you so much. for. And I was looking right at you when I said that. So that was definitely directed to you. That's it for this edition of the Big Yellow School Bus. Thanks for joining us. We're on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. on 101.7 FM WKOM.
1: Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Right here on WKOM 101.7 FM.